Hey, welcome back to the Napod Pomo Spider a Day project from Varmint's Podcast and the Podfix Network. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about arachnophobia, but before I begin, you should know this is not a medical advice show. If you have overwhelming arachnophobia and you want to change it, you should talk to your doctor about these things, and you and your doctor can arrive at a plan for a course of treatment that will be specific to you and your needs. So what is arachnophobia? Arachnophobia is an extreme irrational fear of spiders. Someone with arachnophobia can be triggered by a photo of a spider or just even thinking about one. Symptoms of extreme arachnophobia are similar to those of a panic attack, but there are ways to manage this fear so that it doesn't interfere with your everyday life. Symptoms of arachnophobia are related to intense anxiety and include fear and anxiety about spiders, including constant anxious thoughts about the presence of spiders or being bitten by a spider, fear and anxiety that are out of proportion to the real threat. Most spiders are not dangerous. People with arachnophobia often change their behavior to avoid spiders. And for about 19% of people with phobias, this avoidance can change the way they live, work, and maintain relationships or do normal tasks. So many people get diagnosed with a specific phobia around the age of eight. Why some people develop phobias and others don't is a tricky question. Scientists think that it's a mix of biological, psychological, and environmental factors that lead to these things. Some scientists believe that processing and responding to fear happens in the amygdala, which processes fear and threats in our brain. Evidence suggests that it is this area of the brain that could influence if someone has a phobia or not. Specific phobias tend to aggregate in families, and if you have a first-degree relative with a phobia, studies show you're more likely to develop one yourself. Certain phobias seem to have a bigger genetic component, such as agoraphobia. Evidence for genetic inheritance is not as strong for animal phobias like arachnophobia. One old theory trying to explain phobias is that specific phobias could help us stay out of harm. In 1971, Martin Seligman published a piece in the journal Behavior Therapy titled Phobias and Preparedness. He thought that phobias were an evolutionary asset to protect us from danger. After this study, several others investigated the link between evolution and phobias, and while it sounds interesting, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of truth to it. The theory doesn't help understand fear that can be more distressing than protective for people, and it does not address the fact that very few spiders are dangerous to humans. One study from 2018 challenged Seligman's theory, arguing that fear of scorpions would have been more advantageous from an evolutionary standpoint, yet very few people report phobic fears of scorpions compared to spiders. Some experts believe that news and movies about spider bites have increased cultural fear. The box office hit Arachnophobia by Steven Spielberg is one example. A 2020 study in Italy showed that most news of spider bites is sensational and false. 
The same study showed that social media tends to spread these false claims about spider bites. But pop culture might also help decrease fears. In a 2019 study, adults with arachnophobia watched scenes from Spider-Man and Ant-Man. And in this study, they used a version of exposure therapy. Participants watched scenes including specific insects and were less full of them afterward. The preliminary results suggested that the positive context of superhero movies helped viewers to reframe their perceptions, decreasing their fear response. So there are treatments for arachnophobia. Cognitive behavioral therapy with exposure is a first-line treatment for phobias. Medications like benzodiazepines are sometimes prescribed for people who find their phobia is especially debilitating. Treating arachnophobia doesn't have to be scary. As part of CBT, your therapist may ask if you're willing to be around spiders in a safe environment, as this is the main strategy to treat phobias. Your therapist may have you try repeatedly looking at images or other spider-related content. And these repeated exposures are meant to reduce your fear by showing you that you are not in danger. This is in vivo exposure therapy, and some consider it the gold standard for specific phobias. Newer therapies use technology to make people feel more comfortable with spiders. Virtual and augmented reality have both proven to be effective compared to in vivo therapy. For those with extreme arachnophobia, even seeing images of spiders might be traumatic. One study tried to mitigate the anxiety by using images of spider characteristics rather than actual arachnids. Participants in this group reduced their fear without even being aware they were being exposed to spiders. It's also been found that including more spider education in elementary schools could be a way to prevent arachnophobia. Research from 2018 found that education about spiders can decrease fear in children. This study recommended holding workshops and educational groups to prevent arachnophobia. These methods helped children identify dangerous spiders and showed them that most spiders are not harmful. Over here at the Varmints Podcast, we sure think spiders are great. They're interesting. They have incredibly amazing evolutionary adaptations to help them survive and live and thrive in our world. And they do a lot of really beneficial things for humans. We think they're pretty super. And we hope that you, even if you don't learn to love spiders, we hope that you can learn to at least manage your fear and to respect these incredible, adaptable, engaging little creatures. All right, that's enough of that. Goodbye for now, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network. Artist owned and loved.